Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets. Interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. I want to start off by always thanking everyone for the response that I get uh, to episodes and questions and feedback and iTunes reviews. I really appreciate it. And please keep them coming. If you have any questions, I hope I get back to you in a promptly amount of time. I'm starting to get a little swamped already with the prep of the show I just started, which is the next American Crime Story for FX. I still have three weeks prep before we start shooting, and I'm telling you right now, it's not enough. It seems like, oh, you have all this time. No, I don't have all this time. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way in my business. You just never feel like it's enough time or money in our in our world, but... Um, I guess I do, I do try to unwind after the twins go to bed and I am keeping up on TV. Uh, I hope, I hope you're watching The Outsider on HBO because it's really good. I have no idea how Stephen King still comes up with this creepy shit, but it's really good. It's a really good thriller. Um, and then you lighten up with a little Curb Your Enthusiasm. So I love that. Watching... The Young Pope, which I have no idea what's going on, but I like it. It's innovative. It's weird. It's pretty to look at. It's John Malkovich. It's uh, Jude Law laying on a bed naked for half of this season. It's pretty good so far. And I'm watching that documentary, McMillions, also, which is pretty interesting because... um, I'll admit it. I like McDonald's sometimes, and I definitely know in the 90s when the Monopoly scheme was going on, I couldn't. I tried to get Boardwalk and Park Place. I, I think everybody did. So that's really interesting. I like that documentary. And uh, um, we're almost done Narcos, which I love Narcos. It's a lot of reading, but it's really good. And the sets are fantastic. So it's just a little bit of the TV I watch. <laughs> I have no idea how I fit it all in, but uh, I love me some TV. This is part two of my interview with production designer James Pierce Connolly, and I would say the less buzzed portion of the interview. But we had a good time, and I was just listening again to this, and it really is interesting to me how he runs his career at this point. Because production designers for like TV, hour-long, half-hour, and film mostly are hired by producers and then put together their art department and um, set decorating team, their construction, and they stack it with people they want to work with, they think who can handle the job, and then, you know, who's available. And the majority of every show, that, that's how this works. And you're paid by the company. Like right now, I'm paid. I'm on an FX show, so I'm getting paid by Fox, which I think I'm getting paid by Fox. I don't know if it's Disney or Fox or whatever. Um, but with James, he is hired by the producers, 
and then given a lump budget kind kind of like to spend on the crew and the sets and commercials are also run this way so james basically runs a production studio that takes in jobs it's different than i hope that makes sense than like how uh, tv film productions are run we talk more about it um james has nine nominations and one emmy win and seven art director guild nominations his designs include The Masked Singer, The Voice, Making It, Nailed It. He's He's been doing a lot of, I mean, it's just mostly all reality TV. And uh, I hope you enjoy. For instance, but mass singer like then it should just be one submission and 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 adding everybody in as the show submission. It's it's I don't it's, know. Well, it, well, it's like for stage theater stuff like that. Like yeah, we load in that mass stage. We do several tweaks. We change the judges' background or whatever, um, and then through the episodes that generally doesn't change. There's an art director and her team that creates performance looks. So. Right. She doesn't. I I stay as credited as a production designer. Um, she's credited as an art director on the episodes to drag out the bamboo so, forest. Right. And and which is in, which was which happened in a day and a half. Which happened. Yeah, well, the work is unbelievable, the, the, and it's, it's quick, and it's crazy hard. amount of work. Let me but, just tell you something. So the, on the mess, let me ask some. Yeah. So you let me let's break it down. So you design the stage yeah. and the interview room and like the judges table and all that good yeah. stuff the 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 bones of yeah. it so then when carrot guy goes to do like his clues yeah is that all green screen that's like a set that someone's putting up are you designing those little vignettes um in season 1 i designed all those vignettes wow in season that's 2 there was a lot there was a lot they were and so creative and so fun super creative and they're really fun um, in season two, they hired a separate team. The same woman, uh, her name's Natasha. She does the performance looks and the clue packages. There was actually a budget issue. Um, and so they did some green screen and some real sets. Season one, we did it all locations. It was really fun. Um, and so they're just trying different ways of efficiency, I think, from the network's point of view. Do uh, you know who's in there? Yeah. You do? Oh, wait, wait. I take it back. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I, I just got a random. I just got a random email because there's a spinoff called The Masked Dancer. It has been announced. Oh. And I will say I got a random email about the cast about in Masked Dancer that I probably shouldn't have been attached to. <gasps> um, which is really exciting. I n- I have never known the Masked Singer. Go to they're, Vegas. They're super top secret. Even the director doesn't know. What? No, it's true. But let me ask you this: They whatever song they're singing, they pre-recorded. They're not singing that live. Uh, they pre-record, yes. Yeah, because of the mask, it's too... Well, it's too, but it can... They, it is live voice changing. Okay. Okay. They can talk. They're really talking. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They... It's live to track. I think they are singing, but there's a mixer. Right. They've they've sung the song. Yes. I get that, but yes. like I'm like... Like, no Seal way. is a very talented singer. The mask has enough perforations. They do a ton of testing. Um so it can, can take the audio. Wow. And so there's there's definitely a the mixer. The costume design is unbelievable. Yeah, Marina is really incredible. She's 
she's also been handed an incredible opportunity to flex that power. Did you collaborate with her at all with the, with the stage design? Like, oh, like I need color. Like, should I be? No, no not yeah. at all. I've known her. We've worked together. We worked together on a couple projects um, before. A stage show for The Voice and World of Dance season one. Um, I love her. She's uh, an amazing talent. But you know when you're like, you know when you're doing a show and you respect the other person so much, you really don't even need to talk to them. Like, it's just yeah. sort of like, the only thing that we had a, a, an exchange about was, how big are the mouths that we're walking through? <laughs> they're like, they're like eight by six. Okay, got it. Because I have a wingspan on my crow that's like oh five and a God. half. And you're like, cool, okay. This is a real conversation. Done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. On a daily. Nobody seems to ever remember the size of the mouths, by the way. <laughs> it's like eight by six. I must email about it like nonstop. But um, yeah, that, that was the early conversations. Other than that, too, she was in her own world. And the way The Masked Singer started, too, was Fox didn't know how much they were really going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. It was you, very I, strange. I think it could have gone very wrong. <laughs> it started off really, like, and this is like what I was saying before, too, like. I think it could have gone really wrong. It was one of those moments. And really embarrassing. Horrible. I walked into my office, and I have a, I have a team, <laughs> and I was like, okay, guys, well. It's over. We're doing the mass Singer. Well, we're going to do the show. It's called, well, it comes out of Korea and Thailand, and we're going to make the American version, and it's celebrities dressed up in crazy costumes, and they're going to sing on stage, and you have to guess who it is. We're just going to, we're just going to do it. Just, <laughs> just really quick. We're going to make it as good as possible. Like, we're sort of embarrassed, and, um... And it turned out to be a massive hit, and now I'm, like, See? really, really See, proud of it. See, I told you, I can't. I can't. I thought Brooklyn Nine-Nine was going to tank. I, yeah, I, I'm leaving. No, I am the worst, so I, I'm, I'm that, with you. That nailed it. That was another one where we were like, yeah. this now tiny little... Yeah, now it has gone on and on and on. And it's so funny. And yeah. I, I will tell you, the show is so it was done so inexpensively. It was, like, it is in it, into <laughs> itself, like, its own nailed it project. And... <laughs> Brittany, my art director of so long now, we that were on a been show. The first. <laughs> I think we were doing World of Dance season one, which was like NBC, like money spectacular. And I was like, okay, yeah. we have this little baking show afterwards. It's for Netflix. They have no money. And we're just going to, I have some extra walls. Like, just going to bring out some extra brick walls and pull this thing together. Warner Brothers is starting to, like, get their um, hands into some set construction. They're going to do a deal. Blah, blah, blah. We're there. We're completely out of, over budget. They cut the judge's desk. They're just they, the judges will just sit in directors' chairs, and I'm like, okay, fine, fine. We can't afford that desk. We can't afford that thousand dollar desk. Oh my god, Netflix. We, sh- we we put it all in, and uh, they're like, well, where's the judge's desk? Well, we cut it. We cut it out of the budget. Well, we need a judge's desk. This is crazy. So we drive to <laughs> IKEA to get a butcher block table, and we put cardboard in the front, and the whole thing was just rental this and like cobble together that. Oh. It's so demeaning. And it turned out to be it turned out to be this runaway crazy hit. Yeah. Because it's not because people watch it. It's funny too. It's just like a disaster. Yeah, it's cute. And you know. It, it, you keep talking and then I keep accumulating these questions. Sure. So hold on. How many people do you have in your design team? Okay, so I have it's me. Uh, um, right. and we I design everything. And then I have uh, 3D artists. So we work work a little unconventionally. Um, I put a lot of focus into the development of a design. I think that my personal philosophy 
for unscripted television is, is that I am the script and then I create the situation that affects behavior. And so I will ask a production for... You're deep, bro. I'm, I, I'm, you are deep. I'm deep. I'm deep. But I really love the creativity of these shows. I'm like, uh, does this guy have like a cat fetish? Or <laughs> I mean, I just like... I just, honestly, the secret is, is I just want more time. Just yeah, give me more well, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, just give me time to develop this with you. Right. And so we... Um, so we'll get hired very early... And we'll develop the production design. So and how long before Mass Singer did you have before it aired? Ooh. Or oh, before taped. it aired. Taped. Before it taped. Um, probably, probably six months. That's not a lot. Oh, that's that's an insane amount of time in my world. Really? But you're but that's not a lot because you're also you also had like eighteen other projects. Well, true. <laughs> well um, It's not like, oh, uh, this is the only thing I'm working on. And because of the shows are You do multiple projects. We do multiple projects for so many reasons. Um but well yeah, I mean, you just never can count on them. Sometimes they go away. Mm. Sometimes you can work on be working on something and it just disappears. So it's very strange. It's a strange sort of live event slash theater slash television business that this kind of, that, that this genre exists in. And you get people from all over that approach it business-wise differently. Right. So you never know. You can't count on anything. And so when you started production designing and then taking on more and more shows, when did you start, like you basically have your own design company at this point. You're, you're almost like you're like an independent production designer house kind of, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. We, it's, um, I call it a company because mm-hmm. I feel like it's very organized. Yeah. Um, well, definitely is, you're, you've got projects coming in and out. You we have, have a certain pipeline. We have yeah. a workflow. We have a development design studio, which is definitely the artists in the studio work with me on the conceptual stuff before it gets organized into a production agreement, if it does. Sometimes we do a ton of live event stuff that doesn't in at there, all. Yeah. 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 Um, and then when it, if it is organized and it does go to air, there is a production office downstairs. That's, that's the art director and the set decorator um, and a coordinator. And they, with me, uh, produce the art. Let's be honest. I'm an architect, and I have a general contractor, and I have carpenters and painters, right. and it's the same... Workflow. So, um, are things constructed? Out, are they outsourced? Well, yeah, because of our business, because we don't of, get mills. Right. We don't have You'd um, have location to, time or studio time. We basically go to okay. set shops, and, and, and then we in because of the in. union. Yes. It, well, it depends on the union. Depends. Oh, right, right, right. We either work in thirty three or we work in forty four. Oh, right. Which is stage forty four. Which is stagehands or the other one is television and because thirty three is stagehands, right? Thirty three is stagehands. Yeah. Forty four and eighty are well, you know, this is yes, the same thing us. you do. It's yeah. The same exact thing you do. Um, and so, how long did it take you to build up this company? Um, I've been. Working like this since 2012. So what's that? That's uh, eight, eight years. years. So are there other designers who work like this? Now, I'm, I know I sound like an idiot, but I really don't know because James works in a different area of our world. Like, it was very eye-opening to me to be a part of that uh, uh, Emmy panel uh, peer group because I don't ever get to talk to you on this level or yeah. like understand 
cool. why, you know, reality TV needs different categories. And well, yeah, you're right. This d- has nothing to do with this, and it should be its own category. And you know, and I would hope you like it's the other edge of the coin too. Of like, oh yeah, that's why half hour needs its own. Like, it's a strange medium, you know. Yeah. I I feel like the one of the reasons why I got on the Voice was as I was a union designer who specialized in reality television. And that's the, I mean, perhaps it was because I had some talent, but I really feel like they were, they just needed that. Mm. Nobody else did that. Right. And so I've been able to work in an industry and organize it how I think it should be organized because it's a total runaway train. It, nobody really but knows how to do it. But you didn't have like, oh, John Smith has a production house like this. Like, I want to mimic that. This is no, not no. Really. You're no. That's what's ne- unique and awesome is that you're, you've made, you've made it into a business. Yeah, of, yeah. of your own, a which business. I think is commendable. Yeah, I and, mean, I mean, I, who well, it, it, it seems was to smart. work. Yeah, <laughs> I would say to, so. You have nineteen projects in twenty nineteen. I mean, we did th- that that are on IMDb. That are IMDb. That's on we did the thirty five. We did thirty five. We did thirty five in twenty nineteen, and we. That's obscene. It was a lot. Now, don't you feel greedy? It was a great year. <laughs> no, I no, I, I don't actually. I don't. I feel like. Um, well, you should so, feel lucky. I mean, I people want people want you to design. Yeah, that you're in demand. Well said, and that's what I've been reminded to be to, to say. I, I, I honestly, people I'll will take say that twenty later. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, James, you're so busy, and I'll, I'll say to like some of my family, like, what do you say when people say that? Like, I don't want them to think that I'm too busy. I actually want to work on projects, and they're like, well, people obviously like to work with you, so just say that, and that's the answer. Like, yeah, well, people like to work with us. We we deliver. We put it on paper. But um, your shows are successful also. Yes, most of the shows are successful. We really care about our shows. We want to elevate them to the same le- level that you do your shows, narrative, right? Yeah. I have just been able to examine our process and find efficiencies in it. And, uh, and that comes in some additional help, but also some just digital ways of fixing things. Like... <laughs> The art of 3D uh, and... and Because you post a lot of um, reality... Renderings versus reality. Yeah. Which I always love to see. Yeah. I always love to... Which I never get an opportunity, but I do have plenty of, like, empty rooms and then decorated. But I don't have time to post it, but it's like... And that's the fun thing of, like, oh, now I know who the character is. Like, now you can see what I've done, really. But you just said it, though. Like, you don't have time to post it. Like, if you just had... Someone to help you pre-visit, and if you just had a beauty photo, yeah, could and then you imagine what would happen if you did post it? Like you would get, you would maybe yield two more projects out of that because somebody would be yes. so enticed. Yes. So I do self-invest. Yes. I do hire a photographer. I yeah. didn't really take those. Yeah, but um, that used to be a standard for all of us. There's, right. There was set photographers that, I mean, I know Ken Haber used to do, or probably still does, and it was like, oh, we should hire a photographer, get the lighting guy in here, we're going to do this. And I don't know what happened. In the last five years, it's completely out of, like, my... a lot of complacency my, out there. Yeah. It's just a matter of... And timing. Mm-hmm. 
I decorate with the lights off. I don't have, I, I'm not even shitting you how many times I've decorated sets with only ghost lights and or the, 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 the house lights upset. I have no idea what this color is. You, I, oh, I don't see the practicals on until alone. they get there. No, I know. We all do it. We definitely bitch and moan to the lighting team to please leave the lights on over lunch. No. Please. I just need 20 minutes yeah, to no. take photos. No. And it's my own money I spend yeah. on the set photos. But you it's have to worth hire it. a guy. Uh, like if you want a guy to, to come, they have to hire a guy to come in like an hour early to turn the lights. I remember that on Parks we had pictures done, and they had to like hire the guy to come in early to turn the lights on. My personal opinion is frustrated with that. That's sad. That it, it is nobody, sad. nobody can do us a favor for that after oh, working yeah, no. so hard it, on no. something. I mean, we're making this incredible world. Sometimes it's just a fantasy. And you'd think that you could get a photo out of it. But here's the other thing, too, is I got a picture on my phone, and it'll just yeah. have to do. And photography, luckily, on our phones, or, like, I do own a good... I take a lot of my own set photos at this point, because I don't ever have them. You're there, too, which yeah. is cool. Uh, if I have the time and I brought, I remembered my camera that day, which is, you know... And you've got plenty of work. You're fine. You're doing the top shows. But uh, you won't always be doing it. But don't you think? You think so? I I I thought I I've said I've said it many times after Veep. I'm never gonna. That was it. Really? Yeah, I think Veep was it. You're, and I've said it to the designer. You, it sounds like you're we, working on something really incredible right now. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I just think like that's probably the that's probably the best it's ever gonna get. That's the kind of psychosis that I feel like a lot of people go through <laughs> in our field. Like you're just like. Like, even after The Voice, I was just like, well, this is my moment. Yeah. I got this. And then you just deliver you just keep another going. one. Yeah. Um, but I think it's sad that we don't have those moments to appreciate our work and have good photos because it does mean something. I'll tell you, I'm never around for the moments when it's shoot day one. And I should be. And I watch these... Design, oh, no, I know. The, these designers that are around I'm for shoot day I'm never around for rap. I'm never around for that. I'm around I never for the rap gift. Everybody's I, like, oh, I get my rap gift. Giving, they're <laughs> giving know. each other Whoa. like, oh, I get my rap gift. <laughs> I know, and they, they never remember. Oh, this is the jackets I have. <laughs> all the set dressers are like, yeah, that was so great. The crew, the, the production was great to us. We got this, got to that. And you're like, oh, I was there for like the rehearsal day that was miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, and we get like we always like at the end of the season. There's like a really nice lunch, like surf and turf, and like half the time my guys oh my never they're not a, they're out on a run. Yeah, they're doing returns. Yeah, like it sucks. It I sucks. feel like set dressing usually gets screwed most yeah. of the time on that. But um, oh, but it's also a generosity and a nice uh, thank you from the producers. Yeah. It's it's the sentiment of like, hey, yeah, we should have a meal together. Like, this was really nice. Thank you. And the wrap parties are always very nice. Really nice. You do get to like, oh, I don't feel like going. Ugh. Like this past one, I was like, I don't really feel like going. This is the first time in my life I'm like, I don't care. And I'm like, no, I want to go. It's a lot it's of work. It's fine. Well, now it's I got it. It's 25 an hour. <laughs> I'm going to pay someone. I know. I know. Right. Oh, my God. You're right. But. Then it's like... Uh, it's always really fun. Another, it's really worth another it. Another jacket. Another swell bottle. Like, we, I take these things for granted. But, you know, 10 um, years from now, when I'm hawking my 
Good Place Swell Bottle. You're not going to be hawking your Good, good Place Swell Bottle. <laughs> Listen, I got a lot in here that's for the college fund. There are probably a lot of people <laughs> that are listening right now that are just like, oh my God, I can't believe they're even saying that. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I'm saying, I'm an asshole for saying it. And no, you I. You get complacent or like, ugh, another I know. jacket. Another. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, I know. I know. I repurpose them. But it's nice. <laughs> you do? I, I don't care. I get them all in my size. I don't care. I keep them all. I mean, like, like <laughs> you know, my I have an assistant, and I'll give it to my assistant or whatever. Just like, you know, they just work equally as hard, and they're not included in some of those I give lists. something to my parents. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else? I have? Can you talk about some of the process of when you... I guess I already. I guess you already went through that. Of what? The process of like the different types of shows. Like if you're doing a dance show versus. Mm. Um, well, I will say nailed that, it or making it. Yeah. Like your process is different because it's not this performance. They're all though based on people movement. Everything's based on people movement. Entrances, exits, space allowances. Hmm. Cooking is the same as dancing. Is the same as singing. Because it's just about how people are flowing through a space. Oh, wow. And so... Circulation. Circ- yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it, I feel like. And what I've learned is, is like, I, there are two types of cooking shows. I feel like there are cooking shows that are, you're watching somebody cook and they're in one place. Or you're watching somebody cook and they're running to the pantry or they're running to the ovens or they're running back to their place to prep and they're running. So you have to kind of understand which is going to be which. Before you even get into it, and you have to ask those questions. I mean, I'm a dick. Did you do Top Chef? Yeah, I do Top Chef. I've done you Top Chef for the last six years. Right. You do the Top Chefs of like <laughs> the most interesting locations. You did like Austin. Was it Austin you did or Texas? Um, I didn't do the Texas one, oh. but they did. They have a Texas one. I did. I did Boston, um, South Carolina, California. I've actually done ah. the new one is in California again. Oh, nice. Um, Oh my god, I can't So do you I travel? Yes, I'll travel with it, yeah. Do you travel and then hand off? In Colorado. And then hand off to the art director for the specific challenges? Or yes. is that you? Yes, okay. So we'll do the main kitchen mm-hmm. and the interviews and everything that's in... In that city. I do the permanent set. Yeah, you do the perm set and then the weekly challenges. Are... The chef's table. There's a series The, the, the yeah. judge's table you've done. The, the judge's tables I'll do, and then they'll ship the judge's Has, table to wherever, and then the series team will set up that challenge. But it's the same judge's table as, like, a, like oh, season yeah. one, that big surfboard. Um, well, in, se- in, season one, in season one, I think it was a surfboard with a tablecloth. <laughs> I think they got away from the tablecloth in, like, season seven or yeah, eight. Yeah, And then it was, it was like, like a this, wood piece. this wood piece. Yeah. I hate that thing. It's hard to do a desk that's going to be, like, relevant for years. In my world, it's all about the desk. Well, yeah. The desk is in everything. Because that's the power of the show is the judges. What else do you put judges in? So you have to emphasize that in what they're sitting on or sitting at. I'm always trying to find find the, the furniture piece that feels indigenous to the space and... Um, but how can you do practical it? enough that you're that it could be that it could be used and it doesn't look too produced? Mm. The Top Chef desk doesn't do that. I, I inherited it. It was it existed. I have modified it tons. 
It's always last on the budget to tweak. This last pass, we painted it blue, we resurfaced the top, we put butcher block in it, we chopped off the bottom, we sat these people lower. Mm. And I was like, guys, this is the last time <laughs> this the we last cut this baby up. Of Judge's table. We need a new desk. And it's okay to see legs. Yeah. Like, Why do you gotta you gotta see Padma's legs? Come on. Or Tom's. I people get Tom's very like concerned. People very crossing get, legs and well, they want well, people to feel comfortable. Well, you can have a privacy panel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they want they want them to feel very comfortable. But I always thought was weird about the judge's desk for a second. Please. Is that it was that sort of like surfboard sort of yeah. angle on it. Yeah. And I did. I was like, they must do that for camera angle when they like get that shot of like the four of them. It's, no, ooh. I have no idea why. Oh. It always started there. I really thought it was for that one shot. I think it's a, <laughs> it's a season one bad habit uh, that went from... It was a tablecloth. Right. I can picture it. I think it. Correct from like the early 2000s. So in the lips, probably was a sexy shape back then. Yeah. And then it's just evolved. No, I mean, I would love to make it square. I would kill to make yeah, it square. Yeah, what's it do? I mean, yeah. Maybe it's just, bump that up in the budget next year. Oh my God. We, uh, I'm very lucky for where the budgets are going on that show. <laughs> We rework that kitchen every year, and it's a totally, it's a brand new set every single year. Wow. And then by the time you get to well, the Well, yeah, because you're in a different city. You're yeah. not just like... They never save any assets. It's a brand new, it's a personality per city, so, you know, it has to be completely different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see that in the design of it. Yeah. And... and, and they use it for promo. They, they really yeah. base everything off of it. And in the challenges, you see, like, the city. Yeah. The personality nice. of the city. It's nice to see how... Some of these reality shows evolve. It's cute to see how it goes. I mean, I would say I don't watch that. I, if it's on, I'll put it on. What are you watching? But I... Please don't put my list. Um, but I I watched probably the first 10 seasons. I don't yeah. know. I watched a lot of Top Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? I, I only burned out like recently on okay. it. Okay. It so got I've better. Seen, it did? It did. After Texas... I it think Texas its, was my last one. It had its lowest ratings. And I'm proud to say that in, it's... Now it's up? Yeah, it's gone up since. Every season since. I wonder why. I, I don't know why. I, I like to think. <laughs> well, I know. But oh, you know I'm why. Still, I still have a job. <laughs> I, watch, I watch Mass Singer. Okay, you do. Uh, you do. I do, and it's I'm going to be honest. I fast forward through a lot of it. No, sure. I'm not really a fan of the judges. <laughs> People, I, mean, I know. Um, I would say that's probably the weakest part of the show for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, because it just seems so fake. Besides I, I, the judges, to, what else are you going to get? Clue packages and singing. Okay, but to say that the judges are the fakest thing on that show, I think is saying a lot. Well, because it is truly, it is, they are truly there commenting. I, I know, but the, everything that they say is for the soundbite to yeah. me. That's what's annoying. And some of their some of their guesses are really like really fucking far fetched. Very fucking true. Mariah Carey isn't on every show. No, <laughs> like, Mariah Carey. She's not. not she's not gonna do it, man. Because you know what? You be taping two hours late. Did you see it's it after the Super happen. Bowl though? I will say this. Like, yeah, they were making guesses, and I was like, I mean, I guess that could be true. Like, at this point, the show is so big that like. Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne was a good one. <laughs> that was Drew Carey this week. That was epic. That was epic. I know. Yeah, that was a good. And and Anna Gersh. Anna, I can't say her name. 
Anna Gersher from Saturday Night Live. Uh, oh, yeah. yes, Anna Gasteyer. Gasteyer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. But I love Sister Wives, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Sister Wives, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. The Outsider is fantastic. Oh, you love it. Um, I'm watching McMillions. That started last week. Mm. I still kind of watch The Goldbergs. Okay. It's okay. basically the only thing, now that Good Place is done, that I watch on network television. Okay. Besides Mass Singer. I want, I've taped two of the Lego Masters because I want to watch that. Are you? You're not. That feels... I didn't do it. <laughs> so, so I've had a couple glasses of wine. I was about to get it. shady. <laughs> it Listen, feels very can, reality show to me. Well, yeah. Um, like first season of any... First season of A Housewife is the best one because you really get to see the... Are you watching any of the Housewives? I watch... Uh, yeah. I watch I said Sister Jersey. Wives. Okay. Oh, Sister Wives is different. Okay. Sister you Wives watch is Jersey. TLC. I watch Jersey... I watch Atlanta's on. Um, I wa- I don't watch Dallas. Dallas. Oh, it's first season of Dallas was great, but then I fell off of it. I, I watch New York, Orange County, Jersey. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt, Beverly Hills. Without a doubt. Yeah. New, New York's the best to me. New York's the best. New Beverly York's Hills best. is really good too. Sometimes, sometimes it's like uh, that fucking dog thing. Yeah. I can't. I don't care. That was a long story that they dragged. Oh my gosh! So there's like two seasons yeah, of yeah. this dog. I know. It was like, <laughs> come, come on, guys. But now up. Vicky's gone, and Tamra, and is this official? Fatty, skinny chick. Yeah, they're gone. The three of them. Chan- Chan- Shannon Ch- Bedore is gone. Yeah, Trace Amigos is gone. What? Yes. Was it? Can I look this up for a second? <laughs> Are you having a moment? No, I had a stop. moment. Yeah. No, I'm not. It's kidding. not true. Yeah, it is. I'm, I literally need to text Wally right now. That <laughs> Orange County wives? Are you serious right now? Yeah, they're all gone. What is that? Jo- so who's who's the uh, the um like Kelly Dodd is like the old school chick she's now. She's crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> like scary. Like she scares me crazy. She's scared. Well, yeah. um, Vicky, I love. I love them all. I mean, this was a really great season. Kelly Dodd is. Up and down. I feel like she's on like drugs no, or something. something. I don't oh, well, yeah. know. I, there's something really wrong with her. And why? Do you, the, the, the anger just is too quick. It's there's something really wrong. Like you go over a line once and you apologize. You don't go over a line like every show. Would you ever decorate one of those reunions? Fuck. Do you know how many times I've written to Andy Cohen? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. I've met him twice. Recently, they look good though. They look yes. Good. I think I've had influence on that because I have said to him. This looks like a Mexican, like, pharmacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacia. Oh. Or, like, that one looked like a whorehouse. Like, Andy, please. I'm telling you, I'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. Just let me do one of the reunions. The vignettes that they, they had. They so bad. They're so bad. They and there'd so be bad. glass bottles everywhere. And he was like, oh, email, email Deidre. Email. Like, he gave me, like, a whole email. Are you kidding me? You got a hold of him? No, DJ Connolly never got back to me. Oh, I know. <laughs> so you, you got a hold of it? I him? tried. Yeah, I went to like a book signing. Oh, no, I'm a super fan. Oh, that's amazing. They did step it up. They hired Bruce. Oh Ryan. my god, yes, you did the clubhouse. I did the clubhouse. Yes. You bitch. I'm gonna say this about Andy really quickly because I've had I love wine, Andy because I've had wine. Is um, <laughs> and I I've worked with him and I've worked with him on another show on, on a pilot just recently. And uh, Andy's amazing, and he's really authentic. And 
I think that too. I've watched every episode of Watch What Happens Live, and I read it's both so of good. his books. It is so good, but I—that's what I think is so charming about him. That's he, the clubhouse has such a great history too, because when you look back at the old, I didn't do the last. I only did the last clubhouse, and I did the new bar, and um, yeah, the old. It comes from a long, a long. It's, it's such an old show. When he started, those were his office chairs. And there was nothing else but that rug. That and rug. then they actually got that set. And he was like, he couldn't decide on what it was going to be, what it was going to be. And then he was like, he had these bookshelves in his house. And he's like, I just want them to be like my, my, my bookshelves of my stuff. The expedites. Yes. <laughs> well, turns out, as I start to uncover and research the history of Watch What Happens Live when I redid the new set, Andy is a collector kind of like us. Yeah. And of his, but like of his, of all his of his shows. little mementos yeah. and shows and things and breast sort of implants, and, and yeah, yeah, all this random stuff that he can't throw away. Perfume bottles of pee. I was in his office, um, trying to redecorate his clubhouse shelves, and understood when I was in his office, going through piles of stuff. Oh my god! Well, here, let me ask you something. So many things, and being like. Andy, you gotta throw some of this stuff away. Oh, he's so <laughs> yeah. But do you remember, like, before, it's not now, but he had these little tiny frames. Little tiny, tiny, they were magnet frames. I had them on my fridge, and they were like him and Diana Ross or something. Like, three little ones in one cubby, and I was like, what a waste of space! It's right behind their head! When we moved <laughs> into that new space, it was, I, I took photos, I have selfies on my phone. Of me redecorating the clubhouse oh. bookshelves, and it was heaven. It was a oh. it was a moment, and I had two so PAs, jelly. and I spread all of his stuff from the previous clubhouse, and then new stuff from his very enriched office of things <laughs> on two tables, maybe more on the floor, and then I just started carefully placing it in, yeah, sort of. Don't look at my bookshelf over there. No, this is like that's real life. It's real life. <laughs> it used to be better. <laughs> I feel like it was like so nice to go through and uh, do yeah. that because it was because and being a fan, it made it better because you could, could emphasize what people would want to see. And now knowing, and while I watch the show, Andy moves things around. Mm. He likes to fuss a little bit, but it's still kind of like at least there's a sort of cohesiveness. Yeah. It was a disaster. Because I've had some wine, I'm going to say this to you. <laughs> <laughs> what is up with the lighting? Um, Please tell me that you are not happy with that lighting, right? Um. Well, it's a small room. It's pink. The guy... <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. I'm, I'm just saying as a viewer... It does a really good job for what he has. Okay. Well, I'm just saying as a viewer, I'm like... I try to adjust my color. Like the first... When that first couple shows of the new clubhouse game on i was like what's 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 going on with this what's going on with bravo well this year the, well, it's this so clubhouse, pink the bookshelves are so close to them they're like really like they're two feet apart they're like this wall to the couch um i added another piece of embedded led into the shelves so there's mm. two there's so you laid it one that front lights from the front and one that lights from the back now so you've given it some depth some try to give this yeah. object that's in the shelf unit a little bit of dimension. Uh, but I'm not even t- I'm not actually talking about the set. I'm talking about Andy and everybody on it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I, I'm not I'm not saying I it know. about the set. They're like literally <laughs> in the size of this living room right now. Oh I'm sure it's if not smaller. It's tiny. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they're soft boxes, I mean And then you know. did the the outside. He has like an outside bar sometimes, right? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. That little com- compound. They basically got a new floor and they moved 
from the production office upstairs. I think that's two cool. Floors. It's really in cool New to York? work in New York like that, though. But I guess at nighttime, if you don't have like a view of, I mean, it's black. It, in, it, the, that's hard. Yeah, because you're not. You can't light up buildings and shit. They no, don't know you that. Can't. That's, well, that's generally the. You know this when you go to any location and like shoot into the window. You're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I don't have. You don't have Christmas lights for that. Do you prefer more to do interview type shows or more game show or competitive? What do you like when you get a project? You're like, oh, I hope it's. I love the variety of work that I get. I love talk shows now. I did the, did the Kelly Clarkson show, and now I'm addicted. Oh, I did David Spade. Very I did nice. Watch What Happens Live, but now I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. This daytime talk is really fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun personality architecture. I love a music show. I love dance. I like. I don't not actually that much into the game show world and I'd like to be more I'll tell you I need a variety well I guess it's more competitive you wouldn't say that like Top Chef is a game show you have a competitive right. show it, That's, a, co- a competition yeah. show right? yeah, yeah yeah like uh, something with buzzers yeah I haven't done a lot of yeah um, I'll tell you though the shows that are probably the biggest and the most are like cha- we'll call them challenge shows like sh- shows that require like um, jumping on to different obstacles, um, and house shows. So, like, I'm doing a house show right now, and it's people falling in love in a, in a house, and every room is a set. And so every room needs all wall covering, all window dressing, all furniture, all lighting, all textures, Wait, finishes, okay. color palette. So they're, that's like a Like 90 Day amount. Fiance? Like, what do you mean, two people falling in love? Like No, 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 like Bachelor. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I did Paradise Hotel. It was oh, heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm doing another show. I'm not sure if it's announced yet, but for it's HBO Max, and it's couples falling in love in one house, and then couples falling in love, love in another house. I'll tell you what, nine months ago, someone said HBO Max, like in a conversation, we're like, oh, HBO's putting out another thing. Like, I know, right? HBO oh, now, geez, HBO please, Go. Please, please, please. But they're going to compress it. I know, like, 10 people working on, like, HBO Max yeah. stuff. Oh, like, yeah. they are. They want Netflix. Like, they're out for cutthroat. I feel like they're sort of of the... Your top secret. Yeah. They're sort of the new Netflix, actually, in my opinion. The way they're approaching television. I feel like Netflix is kind of, like... I love HBO. Evened out a bit. I loved working for them. I really like working for them. They're really great. So, not only did I... When I got the... It was my favorite show. Not only was I floored for that, but it was an achievement of being like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I work for HBO. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, yeah, no, I know. It's really nice. It was. Cause, I mean, as a fellow, like, yeah. TV geek, yeah. I can say that. I feel it's like, mage. Yeah. It was, it's premium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it feels like. for that. <laughs> and, they, and they challenge you. I feel like they certainly challenge me in terms of, like, making smarter choices. The standard is higher. Yes. Yes. It's, and not, if it's not said to you. I had that higher standard of like, no, this is, it's not TV, it's HBO. Yeah, yeah. That was me. HBO Max (laughs) has given us a lot of projects lately and it's like, I feel like really blessed to like, and they're all different, which is, which is exciting. Um, But yeah, they're all, they're, they're definitely, they come with like certain standard that you're, you sort of can't, can you, can't cheat. Can you, because I forgot to start with, uh, how did you get into this? Can you quickly tell me how you got into this? Because I forgot to start with that. I'm, um, I'm a child of an art teacher and an architect. Wow. And my, actually my dad helped me influence, helped influence me 
uh, about how to form a business and a, and a, and a work model. Smart um, man. And I was really like always in art school and sort of sketching school. And then I kind of threw out and was like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh, and got really obsessed with like computers and science and, um, and then realized that drama club was uh, cooler. And those are the people that I kind of gravitated towards. And when I graduated high school, I was terrible at like foreign <laughs> language and sort of started to hate physics. And so that's what got me. Physics, I was like, I can't do this. I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I hated physics. I couldn't, well, I couldn't do it. I wasn't smart enough for it. It didn't click. Yeah. I will actually wish I Geometry, I could do. Geometry, of course. Yeah. Geometry is like my jam. Uh, algebra, uh, physics, sure. I was like, I wrote, I cheated every test. <laughs> I wrote everything in my, ca- in my calculator. I wrote everything out. I remember the first day in this intro to design class. Actually, I'll be totally honest. Yeah. I had no idea what a set designer was. I just went to, I was in like well, high no. school drama. I was just like backstage I didn't know kid. what a set designer was. I barely, I mean, I knew what a production designer was and I could. I didn't even know that existed. Guess, I could sort of guess of like a set decorator, but I mean, I watched the credits because I'm a dork, but like, I don't, mm. I don't know what all those people were until I worked in an art department. Yeah. No idea. No. I, I knew I wanted to be a part of that, but I didn't know how. There was an introductory class. And they were like, so costume designer does this, set designer does that, a lighting designer does this. And I was like, oh, wow, I signed myself up for this curriculum. And <laughs> I'm now learning what this is all about. What am I doing? And, I, and when she was just describing these professions, I was like, so really all I have to do is like read a play and like make a, like a diorama box about the play. I can totally do that. That's pretty easy. And plays are easy to read. <laughs> I'm, this is cool. I, I'm into this, and that was that was kind of like my trajectory. And now you still do it. And now you're. Doing I literally the same thing. still do the same thing. All I build diorama boxes. Yeah. For. You're on the computer. Plays. Or yeah. I know, and it all fell into place. It was a very competitive program. How'd you I get to LA? In, I was well. I graduated. Or? I graduated in 2002. I was going to move to New York and Brooklyn and do, like, the theater thing, but it was conveniently after 9-11, mm-hmm. so there was no work. And, um, you know Val Green? Yeah. Yeah. We were Super close. She yeah. We went to school together. Um, I got a job. I, I wasn't, I didn't know where I was going to go. I just was pep- peppering my resume, my college resume, to all sorts of different regional theaters. I got a random job in San Diego, um, in San Diego as a prop shop supervisor, a prop master, and, uh. I was like, oh, well, shoot, I'll, I'll cool. take it, whatever. I mean, it was long story short, I, I got the job. I'd never been out to the West Coast. I got it. I hired Val occasionally to fly out because her family was out in San Diego to, like, help me. So together we, like, built props. Wow, that's awesome. It was super random and super cool. She got married out in San Diego. And at her wedding, I met Jess Kender. Mm-hmm. You know Jess Kender? I know Jess Kender very well. She sat at my table and she told me, because I, I was sort of like... Her officiating or like stage managing Val's wedding. Um, <laughs> this is in 2003. And, uh, and was like, she was like, you know what? You'd be really good in LA. You should really think about moving to LA. And I was like, really cool. And I'm like literally came home, like having the time of my life in San Diego, like making $500 a week, yeah. smoking endless weed. Yeah. Like my best friend is flying out occasionally. We're just like painting freaking ra- random Fake that's bread. your day, man. You know, like, whatever. That's your day. That's the, that's the life. I didn't miss drafting. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going like, to get like, back to that. You're going to try to get back to that at some point. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> I, I, like, I was living on the beach, 
And um, and I was like, really? She was like, yeah, you would have a lot of fun. And I will say San Diego was great, but it was also like, I didn't know, I was 23. I didn't know what was next. And uh, <laughs> she said, I'll hook you up with some friends. And so she introduced me to a group, um, uh, my friend Scott Wellborn, my friend Chuck Aubrey, um, who were in uh, the variety world. Scott worked for a guy named Bob Keen. And oh, yeah. Brian Stone Street. Oh, yeah. And um, Chuck was working for Scott Story and a few other guys. And they were kind of in variety unscripted, but they were gay and having fun and going to bars and we hung out. And I started to work for. Wait, are any of those the bit. Hell's Kitchen dudes? No, no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I made friends with them once. Like, really? once. And then, like, every award season, I would see them. You see them? They were super great for a long time. And <laughs> now I haven't guys. seen them. Yeah, no, they're great. They're like little pockets of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that was it. I just rolled from one thing to the next, and reality was hot, and I just... I we had such a platform in the mid-2000s. I will, I'm so grateful for social media. Yeah. I got to meet everybody in my industry all at once. I got to be on because their level. Because of social media? Yes. But they were older than you. They didn't give a fuck. They were friends. I, they were my friends as soon as I signed up. At the, like, 800? No, Who are you talking about? Like, Facebook. <laughs> like when Facebook was like becoming Everybody popular, wants to be your friend on Facebook. Well, then you became you. You started to know them. I only joined two years ago. Facebook. Yeah. Oh my God. Kim. No, I was anti. So, and I'm right. I'm right. I only sure. joined because of the podcast. Oh my God. No, I have never. And now I post things so people can see the babies, which is probably really bad. But I barely yeah. post personal stuff. I don't yeah. need to share all some of that, but. It was so nice to engage with so many people and yeah. so many professionals. It was so great. I got to yeah. know everybody. So I soon. hustled at meetings instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went yeah. to all the Academy Mixers. Yeah. Oh my I went God. to so many of those and like screenings and all that jazz. You, how many projects you got going on right now? Oh, Don't God. lie to me. Okay. Are you ready, Kim? Yeah, go ahead. Give it to me. How many products? Many- Currently. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, ten's wrapping up. Oh, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. All right. I, 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 nobody 15, needs to. Everybody knows you can count. Sixteen. Just give me an N. Um, is there anything 18, you can 18, like tickle? 18 can you anything but, you can tickle my balls with? But I will say eighteen. <laughs> Schedule wise, from a designer, this could amass over the next seven or eight months. One yeah, could be still, shooting next that's week. A lot. One could be shooting in three weeks. So it's all staggered out. It's not like I don't know what I'm saying. It's not I, like I'm ever going to miss a VT uh, a rehearsal. So all of the schedules are just very strangely. Listen, if I showed you the set list for American Crime Story for the first episode, your fucking head would explode. Well, this is like it's what I'm managing. Absurd. Yeah, I know. I'm managing I was thinking like, oh episodic. my God, you're crazy. And then I'm like, what are we talking it's about? 18 sets. I have like, yeah, you have 18 sets over the next couple months. I have 18 sets that I'm going to shoot like one week. See what I'm doing? Yeah. You did it right. Who's your decorator? I have. Why isn't she named Kim Wanup? <laughs> I have two. I have two decorators. Um, now, we should say that decorators don't need to be a position in a lot of uh, reality 
I slash. Love, that's crazy. I love. I I, li- I know you are a friend of decorators. I, I I'm a, a huge friend of, friend of decorators. They're a hu- well, they they serve a purpose for my passion. I love to dec- decorate. I have decorated before. Um, so I love yeah, them. Yes, so you have an extensive little resume uh, of decorating. I come on from your that IMDb reality stage. world, but that was but that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I think decorators add a an incredible amount of value, and I will always add a decorator, no matter to whose expense. When you do well, multiple you shows, Kim, because you have to, you can self finance some of those things. Well, that's the a, decorator on Nailed It is out of my own pocket. Well, but isn't that a lot of how like. I know, I just like use commercials. It out, of my, out of my fee. Right. Commercials work the same way. Like, okay, you have 30 grand. We want the sets and we want the crew and we want the manpower out of this and that. And then you, as the designer, like divvy up that money. And it's usually like, okay, the sets need this much. Can you work for this rate? This is how many days I can give you. 40% of my work is like that. It's a lot yeah. to like. Uh, 40 to 50% of my work is shit. like that. And we break it up like that. So the decorator comes out of that, and she gets two or three weeks out of work. But it's small bits, quick, quick bites. Yeah, well, when work. your chick is ready to like take a vacation, I'm like, <laughs> I need small bites. We jam it out. So the last time you decorated was 2009 on Real Chance of Love. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Rock of Love, you did Rock of Love with I Brett did. Michaels. I oh, did. My god, I used to do those houses in two weeks. Yeah, total. buddy. Prep. Did you ever do? Oh my god! Did you ever do any Jersey Shore? I'm trying to. No, I did not. That would have been good. But I have worked with that team before. Oh, ninety five South. Yes, four ninety five. Oh, it's four ninety five. Yeah. Um. It says here, Massinger nailed it, making it, nailed it. Holiday, the voice. I mean, every credit you have is like so huge right now. Confetti, I never watched. I was on Facebook, yeah. Okay, so Confetti... A little game Mexico, you have 172 episodes, and then Confetti, the TV series, you have 249. Well, I get credited on them, so... Isn't that crazy? I did the set there. So can you count up how many hours of television? Have you ever done that? No. Get your PA on that. (laughs) I I want that number for my ending. That would be crazy. It would be a lot. Yeah, well, add it up, bro. What's he doing? It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot of TV. And the thing is, is the the type of TV that I do is is very like, you don't even know, but I've probably touched it. It's like, <laughs> what does that mean? It's like mass market TV. What does like that mean? Watch, I've touched how, it. How do you, how do you, <laughs> who watches confetti and real? No, and I never look, heard of it. And, and I was like, oh my God, this guy's done some 200 odd episodes of this like what is it it's a huge game show on facebook and facebook wow. international wow i'm out of it but like you, you you could watch it for like two seconds and be like oh okay that's cool I so really what do you what do you what would you love to work on like if you were like the dream project oh gosh i watched the oscars last night and wished i someday i i wish to earn that prestige well yeah and then i got a call from Potty talks. <laughs> <laughs> and realized it's I'm so timing, I'm, isn't it? <laughs> I'm really, really proud of the family I've built. Now listen, a year from now, potty talks is gonna be the biggest new thing. It could be nailed it in mass singer work. And then I'll be, I'll be hashtagging potty talks. Hashtag the designer potty of talks. potty talks. <laughs> 
You never know, Kim. Yeah, well, I mean, Oscars. I would love to do the I Oscars. I've never. Well, that's the thing. You're like, I'd like to do the Oscar. I'd like to win the Oscar. Oh, um, that's never gonna happen. I'd love to design the Oscars. I'd yeah. love to explore what elegance means. Um, I'd love to do the Oscars. I mean, the uh, Olympics. Mm. The broadcast studio, yeah. maybe over the opening ceremony. Yeah, the broadcast studio, the desk. I'd love to do that. Um, Big money in designing desks. There's a lot of money in desks. Not a money. And my money. brother. There's a lot of creativity for Fox in desks and sports and like he's all in. It's all desks. Like it's all desks. Yep. So much money in desks. <laughs> I, will, I will say when there's so much money in desks, when there's so much opportunity in desks, there's a lot of pressure in desks. Oh but yeah. Like Bob Costas is sitting at your desk. You better be fucking. Everybody's on. looking at it, and everybody wants to talk about how it's different. Yeah, we got a lot. We dove in a little bit on that, and we did like CBS Good Morning on Veep, and it was like they went through a couple desks, like the designer and everything, because it was a built. It was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I didn't find. I so, obviously I couldn't find. You know no, what I mean? It's custom desk. Yeah. And it was a lot of discussion of, like, we want to see her legs. Or, no, like, oh, we don't want to see, like, the whole thing. Like, we want, like, an obscure. We want, like, a privacy. Oh, no, we don't. We want to see her legs. Like, it should be taller. Oh, could it come to their waist? It should be a little bit below their waist. It should yep. be, like, okay, look at, like, uh, ABC, like, like, Good Morning America. Okay, but now, but now, like, a Kelly. Like, it's oh, yeah. a lot. Desks is a lot of discussion. It's a fine art. Yeah. yeah how people sit and talk. And then how people sit and broadcast is a fine art. Which I think Kelly, Regis, Ryan, whatever, weirdest desk ever. Yes. So weird. But that comes from... The a, wrong height. It comes from a history. It's so wrong. Yeah. How people sit in talk shows, too, how you, how you design a, a chair and a couch is truly an art form. It's all custom. Why it's isn't all, it ever a swivel chair? Short back. Andy's Andy a swivel chair. That's about it. Yeah, but like Letterman never or Leno, like it was no. never. It's a raised the seat. Angle. Sit so sit up yeah. there. So drop their knee first, prop the back up, and then stiffen stiffen the seat out, and so you can get people to perch. That's the, that's mm. the dream. If you can't get them to perch on a seat, seat level, then you put them on a counter level and put them in a stool, but. Usually people want to sit for a long time. With Is Kelly higher than her? Kelly sits in a chair that's not custom. Hmm. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, actually. Uh, Is it um, from Wayfair? We just reupholstered <laughs> some frames that we got, but they're not custom chairs. But that, the Kelly Clarkson's show was based on the anti-talk show. Yeah. So it was so like. So comfortable. Hang out. Yes. Like, yeah. honestly, Kim, like yeah. we're here. Yeah. That's where she wanted to be. But, like, when you do other shows, you know, you have to really pay attention to that science. Like, Sarah Silverman. It's different. Well, that's she's a different... Obs- she needs to look good. But that's different, too, I think, because of the way it was shot. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, also the actress, and they, they pay attention to that sort of thing. Kelly just was like, I just want to have a good time. Yeah. You know, I don't really give a shit. So you're, let me see back. You're, and Ellen is particular about how that seat. Wait, did you do Ellen? I've done Ellen a couple times. Not the Ellen home base furniture, but I just I just did Ellen um, Greatest Night of Giveaways and worked oh, work yeah. with her on her furniture. 
for that. And she's a furniture maker too, so she's she's really advanced with it all. And so, yeah, it's it's she's into it. Yeah. Yeah, I just always think of Letterman being higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, Letterman's furniture was so uncomfortable. That's the way it should be. Yeah, and everybody, cold. everybody needs to sit like this. I was in the audience twice. It was freezing. Yeah, freezing. And I was like second row both times. It was crazy. I had like almost the same seat both times. Well, those lights are so hot. Well, they used to be. Oh. Now they're LED and they don't need to be. Freezing. I remember standing outside waiting because you had to wait hours to get in and it was colder inside than it was outside. And we went in like February or something. Like it was crazy. But I'm glad I saw him. He's like my, that's my jam. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. I was at uh, 30 Rock in November for a pilot and everybody's in there freezing their just tits off and we're up in the third row of the audience and oh oh, it's so cold so cold and i'm like why is it so cold and they're like because the stage lights and i'm like they're all led (laughs) we're in rehearsal there's no talent out here we can turn on the air conditioning it just needs to be like this no No, it doesn't doesn't. this is crazy talk yeah what they just people just put it on cold Nobody knows. Well, we all have our production jackets. We got from the last yeah, show. Exa- we yeah, exactly. Show them off. It's all our jackets. Patagonia. Yeah. James, this was too fun. Thanks, Kim. Two bottles. Good job. <sighs> Doesn't I'm feel like it. Sweating out wine. <laughs> Never gonna get to sleep. This was good. We recapped a lot. We talked about all your stuff. I hope we got our ADG, our Oscar in recap. This was way fun. We <laughs> ate. A lifetime's cheese. worth of a lifetime's worth cheese. of cheese. I wouldn't chomp in your ear. We gossiped like okay. crazy. I know it's gonna be so much cut out of this. You have no idea. Okay, <laughs> I can't imagine what you're gonna edit out. No. Um, I hope you don't make me Probably too not bad. A lot. No, no, we didn't. We were fine. Okay. We were good. We'll talk later. Thank you. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm, <laughs> this is a, this is awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> awesome. Good job. James is, uh, is funny. I mean, he, he was really open and honest, and I appreciate that so much. And the time that he gave uh, for this interview, I kind of think he knows who's in that mask, though, because I've been thinking about it. And wouldn't you need to know who's in the mask if you're designing those little clue vignettes? So I think I'm going to have to ask him about that again. I hope you got a new full. I'm your host, Kim Wanna, for Decorating Pages. Decorating Pages is sponsored by Stogie Floaty, a luxury pool float on sale now on Amazon, Etsy, and stogiefloaty.com. Float them if you got them. <laughs>